Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 221. O Jesus, our dear Master, thy works, now understood, reveal their full effulgence through love and brotherhood. Today, Christ's precious science, thy healing power makes plain. With joy may all obey thee and cast out sin and pain. Hymn number 221. Scriptural will now be given by Nancy from New Jersey. John, I am come a light into the world, that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, 
that light is come into the world. And men loved darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For every one that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. Let us now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science textbook. Father, Mother, God, all harmonious. Hallowed be thy name. Adorable one. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom is come. Thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debts. And love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, Truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 386. When Jesus, our great master, came to teach us in his Father's name, in every act, in every thought, he lived the precepts which he taught. Hymn number 386.
Welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here with our roundtable discussion, which is kind of like an adult Sunday school. And we had a really, really good one this morning on Christ Jesus. So if you missed it, or if you'd like to hear it again, you can find it on our website, plainfieldcs.com, and it will also be available on our YouTube channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11 a.m., and that Sunday school has a teleconference number so that any child anywhere can attend by telephone. And many of our Sunday school children do just that. So if you have a child of Sunday school age and you don't live in the area, please call us. We'll be happy to give you the number and very happy to welcome your child to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15 where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives saved through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our services, we have a nursery for the very young infants and toddlers so everybody can come. The study questions for the next Bible study session are on the website now, and that Bible study session will be held Saturday, March 12, two weeks from yesterday at 10 a.m. So if you want to get a head start, Check the website for the study questions, and please join us in two weeks, Saturday, March 12th. You'll be glad you did. And we have an, a little note from Benjamin regarding his, his wife's family in the Philippines. He says, they are recovering very well thanks to all the love coming from the Plainfield Church members. They are still in the process of fixing their homes and farms that were ruined. Carissa's mother just went to the other island where family members were also affected. I was told they received help from the money that the church sent as well. They thank you, and they are extremely grateful. So thank you for that update, Benjamin. And thank you to all of you who have contributed to, uh, to that cause. Very grateful. Everyone is welcome here. And that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. And now we will have the reading of a testimony of healing from miscellaneous writings, which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science textbook. And that reading will be given by Janet from Georgia. Page 426. A little over two years ago, while living in Pittsburgh, my wife and I had Christian science brought to our attention. We were at once interested and bought a copy of Science and Health with key to the scriptures. At the time, Mrs. A was suffering with severe belief of astigmatism of the eyes. She had been treated by a number of specialists during seven years the last being the late Dr. Agnew of New York, who prescribed two sets of glasses. He said that he could do nothing more for her as the trouble was organic, that she must wear glasses constantly, and that if she attempted to go without, she would become either blind or insane. The glasses were in operation, and still life had become a burden from constant pain when Christian science came to our relief. Miss, Mrs. A had not in years read for two consecutive minutes and could not use her eyes in sewing at all. The lady that told us of the science insisted that she could read Science and Health, which she actually did, reading it through twice and studying it carefully each time. After the second reading, there came the thought that she did not need the glasses, and she at once abandoned them 
and went about her usual duties. In about two weeks from that day, the eyes were perfectly healed and are well and strong today. EGA, New York City. The lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page 18 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, Christ Jesus. The golden text is from John. Verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am Christ Jesus. The responsive reading is from John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And of his fullness have all we received, and grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Barely from Maryland will now read. The Bible. Isaiah, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. Luke. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. This day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears. And after these things he went forth and saw a publican named Levi sitting at the receipt of custom. And he said unto him, Follow me. And he left all, rose up, and followed him. And Levi made him a great feast in his own house. 
and there was a great company of publicans and of others that sat down with them. But their scribes and Pharisees murmured against his disciples, saying, Why do ye eat and drink with publicans and sinners? And Jesus answered, said unto them, They that are whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Matthew. There came a certain ruler and worshipped him, saying, My daughter is even now dead, but come and lay thy hand upon her, and she shall live. And Jesus arose and followed him, and so did his disciples. And when Jesus came into the ruler's house and saw the minstrels and the people making a noise, he said unto them, Give place, for the maid is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn. But when the people were put forth, he went in and took her by the hand, and the maid arose. And when Jesus departed thence, Two blind men followed him, and when he was coming to the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus saith unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this? They said unto him, Yea, Lord. Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. And their eyes were opened. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Now when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said unto him, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again those things which ye do hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. Luke. And he took Peter and John and James and went up into a mountain to pray. And as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered, and his raiment was white and glistering. And behold, there talked with him two men, which were Moses and Elias, who appeared in glory and spake of his decease, which he should accomplish at Jerusalem. But Peter and they that were with him were heavy with sleep. And when they were awake, they saw his glory and the two men that stood with him. And it came to pass, as they departed from him, Peter said unto Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here, and let us make three tabernacles, one for thee, and one for Moses, and one for Elias, not knowing what he said. While he thus spake, there came a cloud and overshadowed them, and they feared as they entered into the cloud. And there came a voice out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved son, hear him. 
And when the voice was passed, Jesus was found alone. And they kept it close and told no man in those days any of those things which they had seen. Matthew. The eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. I will read correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. To those leaning on the sustaining infinite, today is big with blessings. The wakeful shepherd beholds the first faint morning beams, ere cometh the full radiance of a risen day. So shone the pale star to the prophet shepherds. Yet it traversed the night and came where in cradled obscurity lay the Bethlehem babe, the human herald of Christ truth who would make plain to benighted understanding the way of salvation through Christ Jesus, till across a night of error should dawn the morning beams and shine the guiding star of being. The wise men were led to behold and to follow this day star of divine science, lighting the way to eternal harmony. Christ is the way and the truth, casting out all error. Jesus was the highest human concept of the perfect man. He was inseparable from Christ, the Messiah, the divine idea of God outside the flesh. Angels announced to the wise men of old this dual appearing, and angels whisper it through faith to the hungering heart in every age. Jesus was the son of a virgin. He was appointed to speak God's word and to appear to mortals in such a form of humanity as they could understand as well as perceive. Divine truth life, and love gave Jesus authority over sin, sickness, and death. His mission was to reveal the science of celestial being, to prove what God is and what he does for man. This healing power of truth must have been far anterior to the period in which Jesus lived it is as ancient as the ancient of days. It lives through all life and extends throughout all space. The advent of Jesus of Nazareth marked the first century of the Christian era. But the Christ is without beginning of years or end of days. Throughout all generations, both before and after the Christian era, the Christ as the spiritual idea, the reflection of God, has come with some measure of power and grace to all prepared to receive Christ's truth. Abraham, Jacob, Moses, and the prophets caught glorious glimpses of the Messiah or Christ which baptized these seers in the divine nature 
the essence of love. The divine image, idea, or Christ was, is, and ever will be inseparable from the divine principle, God. Jesus referred to this unity of his spiritual identity thus, Before Abraham was, I am. I and my father are one. My father is greater than I. The one spirit includes all identities. By these sayings, Jesus meant not that the human Jesus was or is eternal, but that the divine idea or Christ was and is so, and therefore antedated Abraham. Not that the corporeal Jesus was one with the Father, but that the spiritual idea, Christ, dwells forever in the bosom of the Father, God, from which it illumines heaven and earth. Not that the Father is greater than Spirit, which is God, but greater, infinitely greater, than the fleshly Jesus, whose earthly career was brief. As the individual ideal of truth, Christ Jesus came to rebuke rabbinical error and all sin, sickness, and death, to point out the way of truth and life. This ideal was demonstrated through the whole earthly career of Jesus, showing the difference between the offspring of soul and of material sense, of truth and of error. The divine nature was best expressed in Christ Jesus, who threw upon mortals the truer reflection of God and lifted their lives higher than their poor thought models would allow, thoughts which presented man as fallen, sick, sinning, and dying. The Christ-like understanding of scientific being and divine healing includes a perfect principle and idea, perfect God and perfect man as the basis of thought and demonstration. The awakening from this mortal dream or illusion will bring us into health, holiness, and immortality. This awakening is the forever coming of Christ, the advanced appearing of truth, which casts out error and heals the sick. This is the salvation which comes through God, the divine principle, love, as demonstrated by Jesus. Jesus sent a message to John the Baptist, which was intended to prove beyond a question that the Christ had come. Go your way and tell John what things ye have seen and heard how that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, to the poor the gospel is preached. In other words, tell John what the demonstration of divine power is, and he will at once perceive that God is the power in the messianic work. Though demonstrating his control over sin and disease, the great teacher by no means relieved others from giving the requisite proofs of their own piety. He worked for their guidance, that they might demonstrate this power as he did and understand its divine principle. If the master had not taken a student 
and taught the unseen verities of God, he would not have been crucified. The determination to hold spirit in the grasp of matter is the persecutor of truth and love. The invisible Christ was imperceptible to the so-called personal senses, whereas Jesus appeared as a bodily existence. This dual personality of the unseen and the seen, the spiritual and material, the eternal Christ and the corporeal Jesus manifest in flesh, continued until the Master's ascension, when the human material concept, or Jesus, disappeared, while the spiritual self, or Christ, continues to exist in the eternal order of divine science, taking away the sins of the world, as the Christ has always done, even before the human Jesus was incarnate to mortal eyes. The impersonation of the spiritual idea had a brief history in the earthly life of our Master, but of his kingdom there shall be no end. For Christ, God's idea, will eventually rule all nations and peoples, imperatively, absolutely, finally, with divine science. Let us now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let's now sing hymn number 343. Thou art the way, to thee alone from sin and death we flee, and he who would the Father seek must seek him, Lord, by thee. Hymn number 343.
six days. He taketh Peter, James, and John up into a high mountain apart and was transfigured before them and his face did shine as the sun and his raiment was white Let's now sing hymn number 264. Onward, Christian soldiers, marching as to war, with the cross of Jesus going on before. Christ, the royal master, leads against the foe. Forward into battle, see his banners go. Onward, Christian soldiers, marching as to war, with the cross of Jesus going on before. Hymn number 264.
I will read from the Christian Science textbook, the scientific statement of being, and the correlative passages from 1 John, 3rd chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind, and it's infinite manifestation, for God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material, he is spiritual. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself even as he is pure. Benediction. Luke. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of, of his kingdom there shall be no end. Amen.